Good morning, good evening, namaste, hola, bonjour, and marapan. This is Nana Joshi, your host for the day. Welcome to the 20th episode of the podcast, Each One Teach Ten, an amazing world of STEM, an inspiring venture where we'll be discussing that STEM is part of every day for every kid. We also will learn together how to build a STEM culture. Today, I have Vinisha Umashankar, who is a great 10 student and innovator, and she's the only one who has innovated the solar ironing cart, for which she has won the Dr. APJ Abdul Kalam Ignite Award. And recently, she has won Children's Climate Prize. She has participated in several science projects and innovation competitions. She, her works uh, provide benefit to the underprivileged. I'm so proud to have you on my podcast, Vanessa. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well, thank you. And you? I'm good. So our audience are eagerly waiting to know more about you. So can we know about what your other works are and how you started all this? Sure, definitely. I would describe myself as a fun person, but I'm also quite of the perfectionist, you could say. I have various hobbies in various different fields. Recently, I've really been into dancing, but at the same time, it doesn't compromise my passion for innovation. So I work on many things at the same time. Recently, a few of my projects have been dealing with climate change and environmental issues, while some of my projects have also been dealing with making lives better for the underprivileged. And in the light of the pandemic, I'm also working on a few systems that can prevent the curb and spread the curb of viruses and pathogens across the country. That, I must say, that's really impressive. So you have innovated the Iron Solar Cart, and I don't know how many other innovations you've made based on SEM. So how do you conceptualize this? So I would say that... uh, STEM is definitely a wonderful field, first of all. And I'd say that many more girls should become interested in it because once you do get interested in it, it's a wonderful field with many things to explore. But apart from that, innovation is just a tiny part of STEM. And to conceptualize an idea, it does take a while, I must say, because the solar ironing cut, believe it or not, is my first innovation that I ever came up with. So it took me a while to figure out how to do things. But the first thing I have to say is you have to figure out a problem. And that problem for me was the use of charcoal and all the problems that it causes, pollution, deforestation, respiratory diseases, and climate change. So I figured these were the problems. But the second step is what solution do you come up with? And then I figured out India has a generally hot climate, so why not we use the solar power that comes with it? So I came up with the solar ironing cut, which eliminates the usage of charcoal completely, but replaces it with a renewable source of energy that is solar power. After this, you have to uh, go through a lot of research, which took the most time for me. Yes, you have to even write a research paper because I was going to yes. submit it for the Dr. A.P. Jabdil Kalam Ignite Award. 
and you require a research paper for that. And being my first try, I had to develop everything from scratch. So it took me almost six to seven months with almost 25 tries to get the research paper just right. So though innovation is a long process, it's worth your time and the result will be amazing. That is totally agreeable that though innovation takes a long time, you have to work day and night, but the product that comes up in the end is really worth it. And I would like to stress upon the two main things that I understood from you. The first thing is like the field that I love to do is STEM. And most importantly, we bring girls in STEM because we've seen that mostly girls have, and like the society has the stigma in mind that girls aren't meant for these fields. But now they're coming forward and they're making our country proud as well because they uh, think innovatively, make more projects. An example sitting in front of me, Vinisha, she created like, um, you've created the solar ironing cart and that is a really great idea. And I got the idea from the solar energy that you just said right now that the climate in India is a kind of climate where we have sun, um, e the solar energy easily available. And I think I also capture one more thing as it is the only energy free and it is renewable. So you use that in a positive way to get the work done. So it is really like appreciable. I love your work. Thank you so much. The appreciation that I've been receiving for the solar ironing cut recently is something I didn't expect, but I'm also really glad that many people are starting to know about innovation and climate change and are getting more incited and educated about these fields, which makes me really happy. Right. So who is your inspiration to do all these things? I'd say I have two different kinds of inspiration. There are my role models who are C.V. Raman and Mary Curie. C.V. Raman is an Indian physicist and he won the first Nobel Prize in Asia for his work on refraction. I think that it's a really cool idea and he actually started to gain interest in science around 11 years old, which was the same age where I started to get interested in physics and STEM. So he is one of my role models. And Mary Curie is my second role model. She's my favorite female scientist. She won two Nobel Prizes. And the thing that really surprises me in Marie Curie is that she became a scientist and researcher during a time where females were generally discouraged from doing so. So I think that she was really brave and courageous to come out and do something like that during such a time. But I should right. also really thank my parents because they've been my real-time support for the innovation and my academics. My mom is a teacher, she helps me with my schoolwork, and my dad is a online business consultant. So he really helps me with anything from registration to submission in competitions, which saves a lot of time for me so I can spend it on my academic competitions and even sometimes my hobbies. Right, like you, ha you can have any inspiration around you, even that's like an unknown person to you. 
but the two inspiration that i get is from your family because they motivate you a lot to move forward even when you think that you want to stop and you don't want to continue anymore the urge of never giving up is what you learn from them as they have gone through a lot in their life and they had lots of experience so when you talk out to them that i'm not able to do so always give you some inspiration that you should not give up and like you said that innovation takes a lot of time but the end product will be totally amazing and that's what everybody experiences when they start something new it takes time but later you get the award and like you get all the things that you require and you also uh, people get to know you and what you're doing and that's that's get appreciated a lot yes i really do appreciate those words because sometimes when people do succeed those who are around you and maybe people who don't know you will assume that it's something that happened overnight or it was luck i've seen people assume things that way but i do yeah. really know that a lot of hard work goes behind people who actually do succeed almost years of hard work so if anyone does succeed that. i definitely applaud them and i appreciate and i support them for their whole process and journey that's such a positive attitude from you and i think everybody should have that because i personally have been through these situations in life even like even with myself or with others as well i've seen that happening that if you work hard for weeks and weeks or like probably months and when you summit and you win so they feel like you just went lucky so i never believe in luck actually it's like if you work hard it goes good and if you do not work hard it goes bad so there's nothing called good luck and bad luck it's just your hard work yes i totally agree with that right so um vinisha the climate change challenge requires teamwork and doing activism only on social media will hardly make any significant difference on ground and i do believe in activism but i think actionism is the form of innovation is vital so what do you have to say about this i must say that i do not uh, bias myself with either of these i say that both action and activism are kind of equally important because activism is kind of passive where you can inspire people though on a larger scale you can talk to people through social media and see whether it changes them and sometimes this can help it works but for me action is a bit better because i have a sense of control over what i'm doing and innovation is a great form of action for me since i innovated the solar ironing cart i know exactly what effect it's going to have on climate change how many people are getting inspired by it and how many students will come forth and innovate in a similar way to help climate change be prevented in the future so though activism is a bit important for me action is better right i i agree with that because you can be active but when you go and take action you really understand that what you're supposed to do because everybody can speak everybody can show like just on the screen that's what we're doing this we want meant to do but when you go actually go out and plant trees you realize that how important that is and that reminds me of this quote like we are the last generation that has the chance to sp- uh, stop the climate before it's too late 
and that's how like if we are last generation we must not think that the uh, the coming generations can do it because it is our job to save it for them so they can also continue it because i see like what we learn is we learn from our parents when it's happening in our house so when we see that the um present generation is not doing anything for the environment the coming generation will do nothing so yes. we must give our bit i do agree with that there's one thing i do believe in action is that we can talk we can inspire but when it comes to action we actually do something and the part in which we do something and that something is actually inspiring and innovating other with other people that gives you a sense of pride and satisfaction that nothing else can actually uh, take place of right so what are your thoughts on experiment and innovation i must say experimenting and innovating are very fun things to do you can take it in that way because i don't really keep things very serious most of the things which i do are actually fun for me so experimenting and innovating though they do take time the process itself is very enjoyable you get to learn new things while experimenting and innovating like what goes wrong and what will turn out right for the solar ironing cut itself there were many ways where i thought it would work but when it comes to real life it would never be possible to implement so there are a bit of turns and ups and downs while experimenting and innovating but in the end it always works out for me and it will work out for everyone else so if you think experimenting and innovating can be fun you should definitely try it and i'm sure you will do well in it right and i think they both are actually um directly promote proportional to each other yes from us like when we are experimenting we want to start something to innovate we first experiment like i started an experiment i worked on it i researched for days and then i finally carried that out and i got my observation and got my conclusion now i want that what i got as the conclusion i want that to be a better version of it so that society can be benefited by the um are uh, like the can we benefited by what we made so that's where we come to innovation that we start in putting our own ideas in it and make a better version of it because i think we should never stop innovating even if it is like you're at this high level never just stop there just keep on moving forward and you should like i i've learned this from my father you should be keep on innovating on your even if it's your own thing not just on a ready made thing but even if you started as a new project never leave it there just innovate innovate because that helps you a lot with the four c's as well yes definitely right so i have this question for you that how can we use tech for good to empower teachers and students to create better tech solutions I'd say technology is something that's rapidly improving by the second. So I'd say tech is something that should be included in school curriculums because tech is almost like the future. We are creating the future with technology. And children and adults alike can learn a lot from technology. And I also believe that 
Technology is something that's also very interesting. You can experiment and innovate with it at the same time. So technology doesn't always need to be electrical like we envision. Even the solar ironing cart is a technology, something that didn't exist, but an improvement of it. So everyone can learn technology, and I think it's very important for the present and for us to create our future. Right. And I love how you're linking all the things with the solar ironing cart and explaining each and everything very smoothly. And that's such a like, great thing to learn from you. And if I must give my views to it, I think tech for good is what we require because you have technology, so it has its both pros and cons. But what we need to focus is to provide technology for good and use that for the betterment of the classrooms. And like we have lots of gaming softwares also people are using in like in the classrooms. Like I started using Minecraft and then moving on to other tools. So even like when you're using solar ironing cart, you're using tech for good. So each and everything can be implemented with the technology for good. And then you provide the tech solutions for better. Yes, I totally agree with that. Tech for good is something I'll definitely support. And I do really like the initiative of bringing Minecraft to the classrooms. I think since it's a game that almost everyone enjoys, using it for education will just make it a lot more strong. Right, that's true. So what are your thoughts on being inquisitive? Uh, inquisitive and curiousness. This is something that comes from a very young age. Almost all children are inquisitive and curious, whether they like it or not. Because since we're growing up, we don't know many things around us and we tend to question everything. It's an inbuilt ability of all human beings. But as we grow older, we tend to lose that sense of curiosity, which I think we shouldn't lose because it's such an important tool for innovation and making things better. As a child, I still remember a single incident with my mom and I. There's, I was barely three years old, so the light was coming in from the curtains. It was an evening where the sky was kind of orange, so a bit of light was falling onto the wall. As a three-year-old, I do not know anything about physics, I assure that, but it looked very similar to a carrot. And I was just wondering whether it is one. Then my mother would say this. Does that look like a carrot to you? Because try looking where it is coming from. Then I slowly turn towards the window and see that it's actually light coming from the window through the curtains, which is making that shape. So this is something I really adore with my mother and something that all parents should apply as well. If a child is asking a question, then don't give the answer directly. Just give them a tiny hint and they'll definitely figure it out by themselves because I'm saying it from experience and my parents have done this to me a lot, which is, I think it's that curiosity that they developed in me from a young age that made me curious and made me able to innovate at this age as well. So if there's anything about curiosity and inquisitiveness is that it should be nurtured from a very young age. Then the children will grow up to be inquisitive and curious adults, which can change the world for the better. I definitely believe in that. 
Yes, that is totally true. And you know, like you talked about that when children are curious and when we keep on going old, we do not like, we, we get a little bit less curious. So that reminded me of a poem that I've recently read. It is after Blenheim. But it was actually a war, anti-war poem wherein like um, there were two characters, um, Wilhelmine and Peterkin and their grandfather. So um, the, the P- Peterkin found a skull near uh, a riverside while playing. So he brought it to his grandfather and said that, what is this? So he sighed and said, it's a poor fellow who died in the war and it was a famous victory. So he keep kept on quoting that various things happened. These many people died. I was told to shift from my house, but it was a famous victory. It was a great victory. But then like Willamie and Bidakin questioned that why many people died? So why was it a famous victory? It caused so much suffering. He said that I don't know, but it was a famous victory. So he wasn't like... He doesn't understand the futility of war. He just knows that it was famous victory. That actually proves that adults are not that curious as children. And like, even if it wasn't inbuilt in the children, they actually get curious on their own. So I think I, I agree on that point that if children are taught to be curious uh, after they start growing, they will never stop being one. And I must say this, I'm still like an inquisitive person. I keep on asking my teachers so many things. So why, why, why this, why that? And sometimes I might think I'm questioning their ability, but it is never that. I'm just like curious to know things. So I think it, it is with every child and they would not stop because they know they're supposed to learn. So they have to be inquisitive to learn. I definitely agree with that. But there's also the thing where adults think they lose their curiosity but it's a fact that as you grow older you actually gain more brain neuron connections which technically means you're supposed to become more curious but when you're growing up you're exposed to a lot of new information but the lack of curiosity comes from the lack of new information as you grow up because you tend to process things more quickly and understand things more quickly so if there's a way to keep up that curiosity is to challenge yourself with new things and expose yourself to new things almost every month or so just to keep the brain fresh and working. Right. Challenging your brain is yes. very important. Give it so many tough things to see, understand that um, it like asks you, okay, I don't know this. Let me know what is it. And you then you search and you ask the person. You know, I read this fact that if you're, if you're curious and if you're still asking questions, that means your brain is working. But if you do not, that means half your brain is dead. You need to work upon it. So that's why you need to be curious just to make your brain function. So where can we find you online so that our audience can contact you? You can find me on LinkedIn. You can contact me on Twitter and I'll also be providing you with my email to contact with any questions. Sure, so I'll put that in the description box. So before we sign off, any message you would like to give to the audience? Yes, definitely. It's a message which I tell to almost everyone who asks me for this. It's believe in yourself because nobody else knows you as best as you know yourself. You might have an idea and you might have a passion which you'd like to develop. But again, nobody else knows how important that is to you than you do. So go ahead and develop your passion and idea. Develop your own set of skills. 
and make them more stronger. So when you actually do come out with it and show your potential to the world, those people who criticized you initially will congratulate you now. It's criticism to congratulations. So it's a bit of a tiring process, but you'll eventually get there and it's worth all the effort. Right. And that is totally true that you should be yourself and it is best to rather lose with originality than to win with uh, actually copying people. And that is never like because you've made you have a purpose. Everybody's life has a purpose. Now, it doesn't mean like if she is doing she's making solar panels. So I'm also supposed to I mean, she's making something with solar panels, I'm making solar panels. So I'm also supposed to do that. She's doing gaming, I'm also supposed to do that because she's doing that. So why not me? You're never supposed to do that. You're supposed to follow your passion, like you said, and do what matters to you and not what matters to the others. And that's how the people who criticize you will later congratulate you. The summary of the entire thing. Definitely. Right, so thank you so much, Vanessa, for your precious time. It was such a fun learning experience with you today on how we can experiment, innovate, like climate action. We talked about your inspiration and your solar ironing cart, which is totally incredible. And thank you so much for your valuable time once again. Thank you for having me and it was wonderful talking to you as well. Thank you so much and thank you everyone for joining us and listening to this episode. I'll see you in the next one. Till then, each one, teach 10. Have a nice day.